I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you on a Friday. And we are standing by. The President of the United States is expected to address the nation, giving an update on the situation on the border between Ukraine and Russia and the Russian buildup of some 150,000 plus troops uh, along the border. Some say that has gone up significantly in the last few days. And the president uh, was scheduled to address the country about 20 minutes ago. Uh, we know that his meeting with foreign leaders uh, went a little longer than I think they anticipated. They might be uh, shaving and sharpening a few things as it relates to the speech and uh, an update based on that conversation uh, with the leaders of Germany, France, the United Kingdom, Italy, and Poland. And uh, again, we're just standing by. We'll take, we'll take you live to the White House uh, when the president begins to speak. Uh, in the meantime, uh, one other area that's uh, very fascinating for us to look at, uh, you know, we look at a lot of polling numbers uh, around here and look at what the sense of the American people is on a wide range of issues. And it's interesting because, you know, you, you can't you can't plan for everything. That's certainly true in our nation's capital. And of course, you know, you have a crisis that uh, emerges from time to time, like the one we're watching unfold on Ukraine's border right now. Uh there's constant problems popping up, constant things that you have to adjust and adapt to. Uh, but one of the, the worst ways to solve a problem, especially something like inflation that's hitting everyone really hard, is basing your policy on the polls. Uh, polling does not make for good policy. Uh, it can make for winning political strategy, but that does not mean it is good policy. And it is happening right now in Washington, D.C. And if you think it's just one side of the aisle doing this, uh, think again. (laughs) Both sides do this. Uh, So a really interesting piece of information we've been tracking. There was an original report from uh, The Washington Post, Jeff Stein. Uh, He talked about a, a Democratic pollster who was telling the White House that blaming inflation on corporate price gouging is testing off the charts. In other words, it means it's polling in a big way. It's resonating with voters. And, of course, if you actually talk to real economists, uh, they say, nah, no, that's it's not a thing. It, that's not what's happening as it relates to inflation. Uh, they don't think it really explains it, that just the corporate greed or corporate price gouging is is why we've got inflation that's off the charts. And... So when you look at that, uh, 
then you start looking at messaging because that's what politicians do and that's what political staffs do and that's what political consultants do. So here's the new line of messaging. Uh, Brian Riedel uh, pointed this out. Uh, He's with the Manhattan Institute. Uh, He said, uh, beautiful summary of Washington politics. Current White House discussions are basically, look, we know that price gouging argument is pure baloney, uh, but there's a lot of stupid voters who eat this stuff up, so let's just go with it. So in other words, saying even though we know that it's not price gouging that's driving inflation, uh, there seems to be enough voters who can believe that or buy into that, and so let's just go with that. That's good politics. That's good political messaging. It does not lend itself to good policy, and that's what we should be demanding out of our elected officials. Uh, Having worked in Congress and on a lot of campaigns, uh, the reality is both parties have these kind of discussions all the time. And I've seen senators just laughingly brag to the other party that they know they know their own leading political, political arguments on key issues are completely nonsense. But the polling is just too good not to. And that's where we lose confidence and lose trust in our elected officials is when we allow the consulting class and the political strategists to convince members that we know that you know that you don't believe this. But it, it's polling really well. And so you should use it as your messaging. And it might work. It very well might uh, help you win an election or hold on to a seat or maintain power in the House or the Senate or win the White House. But remember what the job is. The job of someone in Congress is, is policy. It's legislation. And while you can win with crafty messaging, that doesn't mean you're leading. And what the country needs now, more than we've ever needed, is leadership. But you don't get to leadership based on polls. If everything you say and everything you do is consultant certified and poll tester approved, we get what we get. And we get what we allow to happen. And so we've got to learn to get past this kind of conversation. And again, really interesting Uh, Again, the initial reporting coming out uh, of the Washington Post, Jeff Stein, saying the Democratic pollsters are telling the White House and are telling members of Congress, look, when it comes to inflation, just start blaming corporate greed. Just blame price gouging by big companies. Because it's polling really well. That's a good messaging strategy for you. And even though... All the economists are saying, no, that's really not the underlying driving force of inflation. There's a host of other things. Uh, But that's kind of where we end up. And we have to expect more. We have to demand more if we're ever going to get better. But it's often very hard. We're in a big-time election year where the balance of power, everybody's talking about it. And so think about that. If you're trying to hold on to the House of Representatives, if you're the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and your Democratic strategists come in and say, we know this isn't a true and accurate message, but we think it will help you continue to be the Speaker of the House. What do you do with that? 
Do you say, okay, that's good politics. That's good politics. Let's go with it. Let's drive that message everywhere we can. Or do you take a leadership strategy and say, what's the policy? What's the policy that will actually change the game for our constituents and the people that we actually represent? And again, the the right is equally guilty on these things. They're having their own conversations about what's polling well for them right now. And they will base a whole series of conversations and messaging and campaigns to demonstrate their side of that message. So the, the question just continues to become is, are we, gonna, are we stuck with that forever? Or will we have people stand up and say, you know what? I'm not going to sell my soul uh, just for another two years or six years or another term in power. Because what we need is honest conversations, hard conversations, but conversations that are based on principle that lead to good policy because that will produce good outcomes for the American people. And, you know, we saw that in our, in our conversation a little earlier today with Sim Gill uh, on this bill that rewards those in law enforcement that are doing the good and honorable thing that holds the bad actors accountable, that was focused on creating a sustainable culture within law enforcement, which brought all the parties to the table uh, from the private sector, from the public sector, from lawmakers uh, to members of police forces uh, to advocacy groups of all kinds. And that's the model. That's how you get to good policy. You don't do it by consultant certified poll tester approved talking points. And that's where we got to get. All right. We're still waiting for President Biden to address the nation. Could be any moment. We'll cover that live. But let's step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.